Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What up, motherfuckers? There's no Danny today, so there's no hey bitches, but in honor of her, hey bitches. Um, okay, so this is my first solo episode. As you all know, last week, Danny did one on her own because I was not feeling well. Today, she's not feeling great. Pray to the period gods that, you know, it heals. <laughs> but we have probably all been there unless you're one of our listeners who has a penis and not a uterus. And then if you haven't been there, you don't get it. You never will. You never will. Um, so I had this whole episode planned. We were going to talk about karma and what that really is, what it really means to us. And then I was like, okay, well, it's just going to be me. And I haven't really actually talked to you guys about being pregnant and creating a child and how wild that is. Um, the only word to describe it is wild. So yeah, I think you all probably know, I know we've mentioned it on here that I'm pregnant, um, especially because in Danny's solo episode, I know she mentioned that I was not feeling very well. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go on. But yes, I am with child. I am creating the most beautiful angel that will ever walk on this earth. And it better be considering what I've gone through to get here. This nausea is unreal, guys. I can't even I can't even describe it other than that. It's it's hell, but it's a beautiful hell that I would choose to live every single day and am living every single day and it will be worth it. Um, okay. So yeah, like I'm going to just talk about it, how it happened, how it felt after loss to get pregnant, uh, what it's like now at 17 weeks, which is how far along I am, how it feels spiritually, my dreams, just kind of everything. Cause I, I don't know how many of our listeners are parents, um, but I feel like it's kind of a 50-50 of like either maybe not parents, but kind of like at this stage. So I just want to give some insight because like I know I didn't have many people to talk to about this. I feel like at 28, I have some friends who have kids um, and I have a lot of friends who I guess I can't say a lot of friends who have gone through like what I had with loss, but I've had some people that ever since I had my pregnancy loss, I had my miscarriage who have come out and like shared those experiences with me. And that like through that, I realized how little like I talk about this stuff with people and like how uncomfortable I kind of was talking about pregnancy in general. Thank God for my sister-in-law because she has been an actual like I was going to say godsend, but I'm going to say universe send because you know where I stand with that. Um, but she's just been incredible. And like, she obviously, I'm very close with my niece and my nephew who she had. And so like having that resource as someone to like turn to has been incredible. And she's so like open about everything. I can literally ask her about chafing nipples. And she's like, oh my God, let me tell you what you're going to need. Um, and I just realized like through all of this, how little I know, like I was putting together a baby registry and I don't know what I need. <laughs> And I feel like you can like look stuff up and talk to people, but it's still like, I don't know, sometimes I feel embarrassed or like I'm less than for not just knowing these things. Like, oh my God, do I not have like this motherly instinct that I'm supposed to have? And like, no, there's just so much knowledge out there and there's so many things and there's so many like everyone saying like, this is right or this is wrong or this is what you should do. But then like for every one of those instances, there's someone who's saying the opposite. So it's just like, Okay. I'm, I'm trying. Um, okay. So first of all, you all know my journey to becoming a mother has not been the easiest. 
Um, it hasn't been the hardest, um, but I, it hasn't been easy. Uh, in January of 2022, at the end of the month, uh, Cole and I suffered a loss. I had a miscarriage on my drive across country. It was indescribable. Like I don't, I don't really know how to. It was weird. Like it was horribly painful. It was really sad. It was heartbreaking. It was soul breaking. Um, I, through my healing, I found ways to make it kind of a beautiful thing and a very like powerful thing. Like I found a lot of beauty in it. I don't know if beauty is the right word, but a lot of, I don't know, growth through it. And I found a lot of, I've really grown and I've really healed through it. Um, but that healing was not a linear thing. Like at first I was in pure survival mode. Cole was in a submarine underwater. I was alone in California. Like I literally just put on for months a happy face and was like, all right, I'm going, like, I'm just, I'm just going. And then even when Cole got back, I really had it in my head. Like I need to get pregnant again. Like I need to fill this hole. I just need to get pregnant. I, this is what I need. This is what I have to do. Um, and so like sex wasn't even fun. Like I was so in my head that like sex wasn't fun for me. I was literally just like, okay, I need to fix, but like not even fix the real problem. Just put that bandaid on it. And like, unfortunately, I think we all know that you have to deal to heal. Like you can't ignore things. You can't just put things, the hard things that happen in our past. We can't just put them in our, pa in our past and be like, okay, hey, we're done. Like I'm never going to talk about it again. You need to talk about it. And so in early August of last year, late August, I had like the realization like, okay, I actually need to unpack this because for four or five months, wait, no, God, like seven months <laughs> math. Um, I had been putting on this brave face and just like trucking along. And then I realized, okay, there's actually this really huge wound in me that I haven't healed. And it not only was like a physical wound, but a mental wound, an emotional wound. It was a deep, deep wound that I needed to fix. Um, and luckily I realized that I needed help. Um, that was not easy calling a therapist and like opening up to someone about this because if you've had a loss like this, if you've suffered a miscarriage, you know that like you feel inadequate on every level. Like I was questioning myself as a woman, like, am I even worthy? Is that why it happened? Because I'm not worthy. Am I not going to be a good mom? So this is the universe telling me like, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't do this. Like there were so many ways, negative ways that I was looking at it that I really had to change my entire perspective. I had to like stop thinking about getting pregnant unless it was positive. And that was really hard for me because literally every single month I was taking pregnancy tests from January on, even when Cole wasn't there. Like I just, it, part of it was like, uh, I don't know, a safety blanket of being able to know like, okay, this it's like my period is going to come, like the heartbreak's not there. Um, but then there were some months where this luckily when I was in therapy where I would have like nausea or I, my period would be late. And like, I would like get so worked up about it that like my therapist helped me to see like, that's not the point though. Like that's not helpful. That's not what matters. And clearly if that's how I'm feeling, then having a baby isn't what I need right now. Um, I knew someone a long time ago who uh, had had a miscarriage and they were one of the first people that I really talked to about it, about one. And they told me that they really wanted to become a mom because they had never felt love before. And so I kind of felt myself doing that type of thing, wanting this for the wrong reason, wanting to have a baby to fill this hole, wanting to have a baby because I'm supposed to, or because I had to prove to myself that I can. And I lost sight of like the actual reason that I want to have a child. And that reason is that Cole and I have so much love together that I genuinely want to create 
this little being that then we can love this thing because I like they're like we're exploding with love like and that's that's what it is for me it's about growing the love in this world and like expanding on that it's not about like it shouldn't be about filling this hole or making myself seem complete like a child is not going to be here to fix me I'm here to help nurture and raise this child to see the beauty in this world and like I had to teach myself that there is beauty in this world again literally not to sound like too I don't know existential but like that's what I had to go through in those months of therapy I said before sex was like not fun for me for a lot of months and so I finally started like realizing what sex should be like I finally started making it fun again and about pleasure and Cole and I took it really slow and I was extremely open and honest with him about how it felt for me and why it felt those ways and why it was scary sometimes and why I didn't want to do it sometimes and I question myself again, like as a woman and as a wife being like, oh, why am I like, I'm not sexually into this. Like I don't, I don't want sex right now. And I realized it again, because what I needed to heal was more than just a physical thing. It also was an emotional thing and a mental thing. And that included in my marriage, there were mental and emotional things that we needed to heal. And I needed to feel those bonds again and create that connection again and create it in a natural and beautiful way and not for the purpose solely of creating a child because that's not what it was about like I had to completely find not only myself but my partner again and that wasn't easy but it was fun once I started doing it and once I started being open and honest with him um we started having like so much fun and we would like I don't know, just take it back to the basics, like hand jobs and fingering again and like oral sex and not like just having sex to have sex. Like we would get fun with it and we would try new positions and new things simply because they would feel good or because we like had seen it and it looked fun. <laughs> like we just got fun with it again. And I think that's a, a step that a lot of us forget in sex in general in long-term partnerships that like it's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be easy and relaxed and like giggly and silly when Cole and I first met um on tinder and we had like a week together it was pretty much because we both wanted a hookup and so like it, one of the magical things about those hookup days were that we were always very light about it and it was always just about the fun and like we always like I remember being like, wow, it's so crazy that I'm with this person that I've known for two days and we're completely naked and I don't feel uncomfortable about being naked, even though I usually feel insecure about myself. And we're like telling jokes while having sex and we're like giggling and just like having fun. Like it was it was the most fun, pure sex I'd ever had. So we really just stepped back into those roots that we had built and we were like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what we love. Um and then through that, like it got to the point in November where I wasn't, again, focusing on getting pregnant. I was just focusing on like having fun and these new steps that were coming. We bought a house. We were moving across, back across country. We have our beautiful dogs and like just all of the beauty that was in my life. I was so focused on that that then one night I was like, you know what? I'm going to start. I'm going to do just a little manifestation ritual. I hadn't done any at all for pregnancy, even prior to when I had my first pregnancy. I did not ever do anything spiritually related to it. And in November, I just had this calling of like, I'm going to try just one thing. I'm just going to do the 333 method, which if you don't know, that's writing your desire in the present tense 
33 times for three days straight. So for three days, 33 times I wrote, I am pregnant. And that was like, I think it's, I did it the first time I did it was on November 15th. So I did it the 15th, 16th, and 17th of November. And then on November 27th, I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. It was the day Cole had come back from a trip um, to see our new house. Excuse me, I just burped that baby, you know. Um, Cole had taken a trip uh, to see our new house and he had just gotten back. It was the day after he got back. And I kind of had this feeling of like, I think I might be pregnant. And I, I remember wanting to take the test while he was gone so that if it was negative, I could kind of deal with it myself and like be sad if I needed to or whatever. Like I said, I was taking pregnancy tests pretty much every month. However, later on it became instead of like that security blanket, it just was like, okay, I just want to know, like I need to test it out. Like I just want to test and then know if I should move on. Like I just needed to like more of a peace of mind than a security blanket. I guess if that makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had this nagging feeling like, no, just wait for him to get back. And so I picked him up from the airport late, um, Sunday night. And then Monday morning I woke up and I took the test and I, I can't say I was shocked that it was pregnant, that it was, that it was pregnant, that it was positive and I was pregnant. Um, but I was scared. <laughs> I can say that. Um, because obviously my um, initial thought was like, okay, what if I have another loss? What if I lose it? What if something happens? Um, and I think the first few days were kind of like that. Like it was like a mix of being really happy and excited. And then all of a sudden I would be hit with like, okay, but what if it goes wrong? And I remember that was, it was a Monday that we found out. And so on Wednesday, I went to uh, the naval base to get like a positive, like an actually like confirmed positive test, and it came back negative. And at first, I was like shattered, like walls closing in. While I was in that clinic, I was ready to just like I was like going to be like just check me into your psych ward, like I'm I'm gonna snap. And then they were like, well, just like don't worry, like uh, you know the at home tests are a lot more sensitive than our tests come back in a couple days. We'll test again. Doesn't mean anything's bad. And so then I went to Target and I swear to God, guys, I bought like a hundred dollars worth of pregnancy tests. Cause I was like, all right, well, I'm going to need to know that I'm still pregnant through this way. Like I need, somehow I need to be able to do something for the next 48 hours. And so I did, I, Cole makes fun of me. I have a bag full of the tests, but I literally was like every single day, multiple times a day peeing on those sticks and they all came back positive. And I am not saying that I was healthy. It probably wasn't the most healthy way to go about doing this, but it was, again, like I needed some sort of control. I needed something to like be active in this. I'm not someone who can always just turn off their mind. And that was not an instance where I could at all. So for two days straight, I was just peeing on sticks, peeing, 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 like chugging water so that I could keep peeing. And then on that Friday, I ended up going back to the naval base and I got my positive test there. And I was like, okay, like it was a step in like the real, real, like, okay, now it's, it's more materialized. Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm a little closer. And then they scheduled an ultrasound for the end of December. And I was like, okay, so I have to make it a month. <laughs> All I can do is survive day by day, each day and make it a month. No problem. Just kidding. Uh, it literally was at the beginning, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because it was constantly on my mind. And then I started journaling again. Guys, I did what 
we tell us, we here at Awake and Bake, Danny and I always tell you guys to do and we're always telling ourselves to do. I journaled, I meditated, I remembered my gratitude. And I had this day of like awakening of like, okay, I trust myself. I trust my body. I trust my spirit. I trust the universe. I trust my timing. I trust that everything is going to be okay. But more than that, I think when you experience a loss, like a miscarriage, you learn that like every moment is precious. And so I had this realization of like, even if I lose this baby, these two weeks, these three weeks, these however long it had been is so worth it and so beautiful that I don't want to miss out on enjoying this. So I decided to just celebrate each day, like every step of the way. And I'm still doing that at 17 weeks. I'm still in that spot. Like I'm still like, okay, we made it another day. This is amazing. And every time I get a confirmation, every scan that I get to go, every time I get to hear the heartbeat, it's like another like big solid yes. But every single day is a win. Like everything is a win right now. Like it's just, and a miscarriage or if something were to happen, if something were to go wrong, that's not a loss as opposed to a win. That's, I got all of those tiny wins and every single day was a gift and every single second was a gift. And there was something for me to learn and to cherish and all of that. All of this has been just a part of my human experience. And while obviously I hope more than anything that this baby is going to be my rainbow baby, if that's what you call it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of have like a love hate with that. But my, you know, my, my chance to be a mother to uh, a being in this physical reality, um, that would be amazing. Um, and if it's not, then I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to keep trying. And like, I am just going to keep replacing this fear with gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I am just going to keep focusing on how amazing this experience is. Um, and my first two months were a blur. November and December were a complete blur. Like I, I, I remember that first scan. Um, I remember that I had my eyes closed and I was just like hyperventilating. Cole was like ooing and aahing at the screen and all that. I just remember saying to the lady, she asked, she said something um, like, can you see? And I was like, I just, I just need you to say everything's okay. Like, please, I need those words to come out. And she was like, yeah, like we have a baby. It's in the right spot. It's in your uterus. It's not a topic. And then I was able to open my eyes, but I just needed like, I need to take it slow. And I, I learned that throughout this entire time. This is what I've been learning is that I have to take this slow and just be easy with myself. Um, and that, like that scan, I, I, I teared up. I don't think I've, honestly, guys, I don't think I've really cried about being pregnant. I've had um, tears fall, but I haven't had like a moment of like sheer, like, I don't, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word? Like, I don't know, like overwhelming joy, I guess. Um, and I think it's because my loss has taught me to take it slow, to just be grateful and not put extreme emotion into this experience. Like, I, I am, I am so happy and like each day, like, yes, like I'm celebrating so much, but I'm just at peace. I, yeah. At peace. That's how I want to say it. I feel very at peace. <laughs> I will say I got diagnosed with what's called hyperemesis gravidum, um, which is basically like a really severe morning sickness. And I don't feel at peace when my head is in the toilet, which is like constantly. <laughs> um, but even with that, like, even though I'm 
miserably vomiting every single day almost, I still am loving it. Like I'm not, okay, that's not true. When I was vomiting at 2 a.m., I was pretty upset about it. But after the fact, the next morning, I'm able to be like, okay, but it's worth it. Like I know that this is worth it. And also that this is just how my physical body is getting through this. Pregnancy is a crazy fucking thing. Like what it does to our bodies is wild in like the physical way that we can see, but also like hormonally. And that's what causes hyperemesis gravidum is just the HCG hormone is interacting with my stomach. I just have a sensitive stomach. I have those high levels. And so that's what's causing it. But like, to me, I'm like, okay, so, but this is a gift. Like that means I have this hormone and that means that the baby is growing and this is progressing and everything's going right. Like it's worth it simply because it means that I'm on the right track. I'm still celebrating my vomits. Um, but also like I'm in awe of my changing body. I do not recognize my nipples. I was not prepared for that. Like obviously my boobs got really big, but I didn't realize how much my nipples were going to change. They're like so dark. Voluptuous. I like my best friend, John. Um, Hey Johnny. Uh, I showed him them on FaceTime and he was like, oh my God, girl, like I don't even recognize those. And I was like, I know, like I genuinely, they look like someone else's nipples. But then I look at them and I'm like, oh, they look like a mother's nipples. I kind of love that. Like I'm a mom, I've got mommy nipples. Um, And I've just been really focusing on loving these changes, which (laughs) I also want to be real about. It isn't easy. I have an eating disorder. I have a history of eating disorders. I have body dysmorphia. So I'm being extremely conscious about how I look at my body and how I feel about my body. Um, And I'll be really honest, there have been days where I've thrown up something like a big McDonald's meal that I had. And my initial thought has been like, oh, thank God I threw that up. Like now I won't get fat. And then I have to sit back and like, as soon as I have those thoughts, I have to remind myself, like, I don't care if I gain weight. That's good. Like these things are all good because what my body is doing right now is so unbelievably insane and uncomprehendable, incomprehensible, whatever the word is that like, it is a, it is such a gift. And like, I've just been focusing so much on being gentle with myself, especially when it comes to my physical body, like seeing my stomach change with this roundness and like this fullness, I don't have like a full bump yet, but I have like changes It it feels different. It looks different. And like, I have struggled to love that. And I'm just diving myself deeper and deeper and deeper into the love of it. Because what it means is that I am creating this baby for me and Cole to have, like, it is a beautiful gift. And I'm trying not to fall into the dark, like, the dark place, the dark place of like, oh man, now I don't like look cute. Now I can't wear crop tops. Like I'm still wearing all of the things I want to wear because I know my body is still worthy and still beautiful. It's just different and different isn't good or bad. It's just different. And it's changing for an incredible, beautiful reason. Like it's wild what our bodies do, like what a woman's body is doing right now, what my body is doing, there's an actual living thing inside of me and I can't feel it kicking yet. But when we get the ultrasounds, like I can see it moving around and it like touches its head and it sucks its thumb. And like, that's inside of me. And I'm going to push that out of my vagina. I was listening to a podcast today with Cole and it was talking about how women bodies have like a meat door that all 
essentially all souls enter this world through. And so now I can't stop thinking about how I'm going to push a baby through my meat door into this world. And like, that's an insane, like, I can't wrap my head around it. I, I can't get it. I can't, it's never going to go totally make sense to me, but it's so fucking cool. And so like, I've just been like, yeah, loving my body and like loving it for what it's doing and knowing like, okay, so my uterus is growing this thing. And then my boobs and these cool mommy nipples are going to feed this thing. And like, hopefully I'm hoping I can breastfeed, but I'm also not going to put any pressure on it because I've heard horror stories, but like, that's crazy. Like what my body is capable of. I am a full incubator feeding machine and that's so fucking cool. So I'm just like really trying to battle those negative thoughts with the positive of how beautiful life is and how wild it is and how precious it is and how precious my body is for being able to do this. And I take the time, I'm trying to take the time each day to have like these intimate moments with myself where I'm staring at myself in the mirror and really looking at myself. And sometimes at first, those first like two minutes are hard because I'm looking at the changes and I'm like, oh God, I hate this or I don't like this or I'm getting more pronounced stretch marks or blah, blah, blah. And then I stop myself again and I keep looking and I keep feeling myself and I keep being like, oh, okay, but actually this is really cool and this is going to be this and this is this. And like just remembering how special it is and like taking those conscious moments to do that. It's almost like a meditation and I'll do like my lotion, like I'll lotion my entire body and just thank every single piece of me, every fiber of my being for being here and being my physical body and being the vessel that my spirit chose to be in, because that means that I get to be this beautiful thing. Like I am so beautiful. My body's gorgeous. Like I am glowing with this baby <laughs> and like showers too. I've made really special, just everything. I'm just giving myself love and grace. And that has been like my motto is I give myself love and grace. Like I, I that is all I'm doing. That is all I'm physically doing. And it just, it, it isn't always easy. And I'm so early in, like I said, I don't even have like a bump yet, but I'm just diving into like starting this foundation now of loving these changes so that when it is something more extreme and I am more emotional, I at least have this like strong base of self-love throughout this whole process and love for my body, a deep, deep love for my physical body. And everyone keeps asking me about the gender of this thing inside me. Obviously, I keep calling it a thing. I am not finding out the gender. I'm one of those crazy people. I'm just gonna wing it. I'm gonna push this thing out of me and see what it has. And then bada bing, bada boom. That's what we'll know. Um, I feel like, uh, I'll be honest, that it's it's not easy to do that. They know at my doctor's office what it is. And she asked me what I want, if I wanted to know. And I like hesitated. And then I was like, no. I do, but I don't like, I'm going to hold out. I can do this. Um, and that's just because I really like, I don't know. I feel like it's one of the few real surprises in life. I don't think much is now like the way the world is. I don't think there's many surprises. And so like, I think this is one of the few things that like will truly be a surprise in my life. And I, something about me is I love a good surprise. Um, I do think it'll be a boy. Most people are saying they think it's going to be a girl, but I had a dream where I was like holding hands with a little boy. And I just had a feeling like that, that was my son. Speaking of dreams, guys, I've had some wild fucking dreams. Any of you who have been pregnant, I don't know if you've had this too, but let me know. But like I've had wildly vivid and like 
dark dreams. I had, I watched Stella get hit by a garbage truck in one of my dreams the other night. And like, they'll just be like insane, like, and so detailed. Like I'll wake up and a movie, like a week long movie has happened in my head. And I'll have to ask Cole, like, did these things really happen? Or was this my mind? I had like a crazy dream last night that my niece and nephew were like one person and they jumped out of a car, our car while it was moving and then ran into traffic. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it hasn't been fun um, as far as that goes. Sleep, But I've always been someone who I, I suffer from insomnia and I suffer from night terrors and stuff. Um, and so like it's just part of who I am. So I don't know if everyone has that symptom. Um, I don't know if you if you're listening to this and you're trying to get pregnant or you or you get pregnant if you're going to have that too. But if you do, that's been the weirdest part. Honestly, I would take the nausea over the dreams. The dreams have not been fun. Um, and then there's like just the like natural fears I think that we're I'm having and we're having Cole and I are having. That's what the fun part about doing this with someone that I love so much is that we're able to have these really open and honest conversations about parenting and about the things we're afraid of. Like today we were driving home from Columbus and we were talking about how hard it would be if our child is a picky eater and how that's a very unique problem. I don't like the word problem. I like the word challenge. Um, Challenge that we may have to face of like, we were both raised in houses where like you eat what's on your plate or you don't eat at all. And it's like, but you have to feed your kids. So like, how do you combat that? And then like, what's right and what's wrong. And we just like have this agreement to just be honest (laughs) and to try and to just trust that like, we're going to do it the right way. Like whatever we do is going to be right for us. And also like already accepting the fact that we're going to make mistakes I'm not going to be a perfect parent. I'm also not going to tell my child that I'm perfect. Like that's not going to happen. Um, I want to be really honest about that. And I also want to be honest with Cole about that. And like, I've been following a lot of pages on Instagram and stuff and like reading more about um, gentle parenting and like how I kind of want to lean that way. Um, and just like, I think what I, what draws me to it is how, it's healthier for me, like how it aligns more with me and how I function. And so like screaming at someone doesn't, I don't yell, like I'm not a yeller, Um, but having a conversation is something I do. And so one of the cool things Cole and I talked about what we want to do is have like a safe word that we're able to say, like if one of us is getting really impatient with our child, like I'm going to say potatoes to him and then he'll know like, okay, I need to step away and he needs to take like step it in and just having ways to like figure those things out. And also just knowing that we're going to figure these out together. And again, like we've just been having a lot of honest conversations about these things and what we're afraid of. Cole's worried about his patience and like him being able to keep us cool sometimes and like totally valid. I'm, I'm worried about that too for myself, but also for him. Like, you know, and we're just like, we're just being very open about it. And it's so cool to have a partner that I can do that with and that I can trust that I can say like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to figure it out. Um, and yeah, I've just been rambling on about this, but basically, yeah, that's my pregnancy story. I'm at 17 weeks right now. I'm terrified still, but mostly I'm just like, happy and grateful and loving it and embracing even the fears that I have. Like every fear that I have, every time I think of like a situation of something that's going to be hard, I'm like, okay, but at least I get to do that hard thing. 
that alone is a gift. Like it's all just such a cool gift that I can't believe I'm able to be, have been given. I'm so glad he put inside me. He impregnated me with, um, that's also the fun thing is holding that over his head that I'm with child and I just get everything I want. Um, it's not true. I kind of have to baby him too, but he's been just an incredible partner. I could not be more grateful for him other than the five weeks that he was gone in fucking Florida. Fuck Florida. Um, but I, it was also even that though, like, yeah, Cole was gone for five weeks, um, in Florida for training. I was hospitalized twice for my hyperemesis gravidum because I got really dehydrated twice from it. And like, that was insanely scary. However, not for one second was I like, oh my God, like what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. I just like, I don't know. I've just been so at peace. Like everything feels so right and I feel so safe and I feel so trusting in the universe and everything around me that like, I can't say I'm not anxious, but I'm so much less anxious than I thought I was going to be. Like I was preparing myself to be like this super high level anxiety that I was ever before this happened. And for some reason, I'm like more calm than I've ever been. <laughs> um, and I'm going to put that on therapy. I'm, I'm going to say that therapy taught me that. And so thank you, Teresa. You were a godsend. Um, oh my God, I miss her so much, guys. I'm, that's, I'm missing California so much in my life there. And like, yeah, my therapist there was a, an angel. She was, I, I like, Ugh, I cannot speak highly enough of her. Um, and just like how perfectly that worked out. Like, I don't know. I just feel so aligned. I think that's another thing is I'm just feeling very aligned through all of this. Um, but yeah, so that's my little, my little pregnancy update. Um, thanks for bearing with me. This is my first time rambling on this alone. Like I said, Danny's, Danny's, you know, you know how mother nature comes one time a month and it, it kills us sometimes. And so She's being a true warrior, a true woman warrior, and uh, God bless her. And she'll be back with us, hopefully, for Thursday's episode. Um, and I love you guys. I love myself. Um, stay high. Bye.